Have you ever wondered how can God take dust and make the person that is in the mirror? He didn't take rubies and no, sir. silver no, sir. and gold. No. He took dust. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, dust. And he made something as handsome as I am. Oh. Only. Only, only, only God, only God can make all of this and stick it in one package. God is, God is great. And every chance that I get, I just say, thank you, God. I know it wasn't easy, Amen. but you, you did it anyway. Amen. I, stand up, Brother Davis. Let me, let's, let me just, just get this out the way. Sister Davis dressed him up this <laughs> Father's Day. Now I can, I, I, I can, I can preach my sermon. I just, I had to get that out the way. Amen. If you're visiting with us this morning, you're not a member of the Lord's family, we just want to say welcome. We're happy you have taken time out of your schedule to be with us. We realize you could have been someplace else, but you decided to grace us with your presence, and we're just so grateful for that. If you're from another congregation of the Lord's people, it is just so good to see you. Yeah. It's good when we can always come together, open God's book, study his word which is able to save our soul. Amen. Amen. We had a, a good time. The couple of days we were able to be at the lectureship. There was some good preaching, some good singing, and, and we just had a great time. And uh, the ministers had the meeting on yesterday and they're giving us the lectureship for next year. Amen. And we're gonna have a meeting if you desire to be on the ground floor of that after this over in the chapel. The seniors not meeting today. Is, are they? No. Okay, so the chapel is free. Right. And we can use it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta check with your elders, but That's all, that's just Amen. the right thing to yeah. do. Amen. 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 Thank you, Brother Josh, Amen. and thank you, Brother Keelan, for God created man. God created man. No one else. God created man. And man did not create it. God. God created man. And man did not create God. So the creature could never be greater than the creator. That's right. The creature could never be greater yeah. than the creator. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 13. The passage that Brother Keelan so ably read into our hearing. Again, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a net mm -hmm. 
that was cast into the sea and gathered of every kind, which when it was filled, they drew to the shore and sat down and gathered the good into vessel, but cast the bad away. So shall it be at the end of the world. The angels shall come forth and serve the wicked from um, sever the wicked from among the just, and shall cast them into the furnace of fire. There shall be wheeling and lashing. Of teeth. That's right. Amen. The kingdom of heaven. Matthew wanted for Bible scholars to for us to realize that Jesus, his thrust of the gospel was to let us know that Jesus Christ was the Messiah. Amen. Throughout this book, he says that this was done to fulfill. So now he comes and he said, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto. The kingdom of heaven is likened unto. Seven times in this this one one, chapter, he says the kingdom of heaven is likened unto. So what Matthew wanted us to see this morning, that the kingdom of God has always been in God's mind. In Daniel chapter 2 and verse number 44, Daniel says that that the Lord should build a kingdom that shall never be destroyed. In 2 Samuel chapter 7, Samuel told David that your seed shall sit Mm -hmm. on God's throne in those days. And then you remember that what Jesus said in in Mark chapter 1 and verse 9, that some of you who stand here today, shall not die until they see the kingdom come, and that kingdom shall come in power. Then in Matthew chapter 16 and 18, Jesus said, upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, and I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. So Jesus used kingdom, and he used the church simultaneously. But the chapter that John in Matthew chapter 13 Mm -hmm. is not talking about heaven at all. How could that be? You just said seven times he uses the kingdom of heaven as life. Sure, throughout the Bible when he says the kingdom of heaven, he is talking about heaven. But in this chapter, he is not talking about heaven. Heaven, he is talking about what God has rule over. And the things that we must understand. That when God has rule over something, he directs something, whatever he has rule in the direction for where God intended it to go. And that brings us to Matthew 13. The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a net, which is cast Mm -hmm. into the sea. And he catches everything. And when it's full, they bring it to the shore. Mm -hmm. And they separate the good from the bad. When you look at the text, so many times we think that the text is talking about those who are in the church and those who are outside of the church. But that's not what he's saying. He said that the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a net. 
did you go fishing, Brother Jones? Mm -hmm. Jesus doesn't say that the net was dropped into the sea. He says it was cast into the sea. When you have a net and you casting, you also need a boat. The net, Drew, it has weights on the bottom and a floater on the top. And when you set the net in the water, Tom, everything in the path of the net is drawn into the net. The net cannot dictate what is going to be trapped into the net. So everything that comes into the net is caught by the net. So when Jesus said, now the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a net. It is not our responsibility as the net to dictate who comes in. We can't say you don't belong in the net. All you are is a net. You don't even have control over your own direction. But the net cannot catch anything unless the boat is moving. Can you imagine? Have you ever, Andre, did you ever went casting? You don't, ain't did none of that in New Orleans. That's quite all right. Come on up to South Carolina. We teach you how to cast. Because see, what Jesus want us to see, who you are and what is your responsibility. See, so many times we spend all of our Christian lives trying to be a separator. When you are not a separator, you are a net. And, And being a net, your job is just to make sure you catch what is in the past. As a net, you must be anchored. You must. See, if you are not anchored, you're going to, stuff is going to slide underneath you without you being known of. But then you also must have a float in order to cover the whole territory. So now, as a net, we just need to stay wide, stay low, and be able to float. How? How can we Stay wide, stay low, and be able to float. I'm happy you asked that question. Because as long as you have God in your life, Drew, he can anchor you. So nothing can get below you. He will keep you wide. As long as you don't think that you are more than the net. You're not the ocean. You are in the ocean. You don't own the ocean. You are using the ocean. And then in order to float, you have to realize. 
that you are not the anchor. You're just the, the net. As long as you can float, you can stay above those things that pulls you down. See, so many times as Christians, we don't want to be the net. We want to be the separator. But see, you don't know who to separate. That wasn't left. Listen to what the text said. The text said that they cast the net. It caught every kind, was pilled to the shore. The person, the net, wasn't the one that separated. Someone else came and found out what needed to be separated and what was good. When we used to cast, Tom, sometimes there would be eels. In the net. You, you know what it is. And then there's catfish in the net. My brother says to me, we don't eat catfish down here. What happened since I left? It's $9 a pound in Baltimore. And you don't. All the catfish that you catch. Clean it and freeze it, That's right. and I'll take it back when I come. In this net, there's catfish, there's eels, there's frogs or whatever, and everything is not salmon and trouts. But they all in the net, and it's not the net responsibility. To come and dictate what comes in and what comes out. Now that you understand who you are, you're just a net. It's not your responsibility to dictate what comes into you or not your responsibility to cast out of you. Your responsibility is just to catch it. Are we all right? So when you catch it, when you catch it, don't look at what's in the net. Because when you start looking at what's in the net, then you want to get the motion to say, well, this shouldn't be in the net. You don't deserve to be in the net. You come in here, you're not going to stay in the net. Not your responsibility. It's not your responsibility to say, you're too big for this net. It's not your responsibility to say, you're too small for this net. It's not your responsibility to say, you're not the right color of the net. It's not your responsibility to say, why are you in the net? All your responsibility is, is to catch whatever is in the net. Because everything that is in the net came from the ocean. It's not our responsibility as members of the Lord's church to dictate who should be in the Lord's church. See, some, so, so many times we, we want to look at those who comes into the net and we want to say, well, she ain't dressed for the net. Who gave you the right to say someone is not properly dressed 
deeper than that. Well, she comes in. Might have came straight from a nightclub. Mata came straight from the street. But it's not my responsibility to say you not prepared for the net. For, let, me, let me back up just a second. You don't own the net. You, you just the net. You don't even own the boat that is dragging the net. All you are is the net. And when you are the net, see, that's the problem. We don't want to be the net. How do you know that, Brother Frazier? God brings you in. Puts you in the ocean. Weight you down, float you up, spread you wide so you can catch. And then you say, I don't know what my gift is. How can you be so confused? I know I got a gift, but I don't know what my gift is. If as soon as I know what my gift is, I'll do my gift. Let me help you with your gift. You are net. All you are responsible for is to catch. If you catch, Everything else will be taken care of. But some of us don't like catching. We like to separate. That's right. That's right. And see, it would be good if we know how to separate. But he didn't give us that, re- that job description. He didn't tell you, well, you sit here, you a separator. You be right at the door, and everyone come in, I want you to look at. No, no. He says, you a net. Amen. Now, what does a net do? A net draws fishes into it. That's what. That's what a net does. A net draws the fishes into it. See, a fish, as smart as a fish is to know its place in the water, he ain't never coming out. You would never see a fish walking down Bel Air Road. You would never have to worry about a fish walking down Bel Air Road. When the boys was young, we had a fish tank. The fishes stayed in that tank every day until one of them took it out. They said, well, how come the fish is out? I guess that fish mother jump out. No, no. Fishes is not going to jump out of water unless you take it out. Amen. Same way in the ocean. A fish is not coming out of the ocean unless someone take it out. So in order to get a fish out of the ocean, you got to cast a net. In order to get a man out of the world, you got to cast, cast a net. And when you cast the net, you will do what you are intended to do, and that's to catch the man. But when you catch a man in the net, don't watch him so you can judge him. Not your responsibility. Not your responsibility. You see a a young lady come in with a short skirt like my jacket. 
Sit right up here. Don't say. She don't belongs here. Why? You basing her soul on her skirt? That's all she got. And then she comes up here. Sit next to Brother Jones. Brother Jones, you, you know how I preach. I don't preach the chairs, I preach the people. Sit right next here to Brother Jones. Sister Jones is a net. But she gonna become a net with eyes. As much as she gonna try to keep her attention on me, She's going to be cross-eyed looking. Then she, she writes him a note. You better keep your eyes on Brother Frazier. She's not going to say that the woman don't belong in the net. She's just going to say she doesn't belong on this part of the net. See, brothers and sisters, as funny as that, we got that in the church. So many times someone just stumbled into the Lord's church. And, and we, we often say that we are the church in the Bible and we go by the Bible, but we miss the fundamental practice of God. Amen. God is love. Amen. Amen. John said the essence of God is love. See, every now and then when you see somebody who doesn't look like they belongs in the net, you should come and welcome that person to the net. See you. All you is is a, is a net. Amen. That fish got up this morning, was mining his own business. And then you caught him, took him out of his normal habitat. And then once you get him, you want to judge him. If you don't want to bring him in, leave him there. But don't bring him in mm -hmm. and then turn around right. and judge him. Young man come with his pants all the way down, almost to his thighs. And you look at him and say, what? Y'all just let anybody come up in here. We're nuts. We can't dictate who we catch. We catch everybody. Amen. So you don't ask him, young man, do you have a belt? He come to find out, I'd love to keep my pants up, but this the only pants, and I took it from my big brother. My waist is a size 32. He's a 48. It drops down. If I had a belt, I'd buckle it up. You, you, you see, if all I'm saying, if we are who we profess to be, give them a belt. Just give them a belt. Don't judge him because he does, his pants is falling off of him. Say, why is your pants down? I don't have a belt. And sometimes, sometimes when fishes have a problem, they don't share their problem with the others because they don't know how the others is going to react. You know, I saw Brother Frazier coming out the liquor store the other day. And you know what I did? I just parked my car and see how long he was going to stay in there. And he was in there for about 15 minutes. So what did you do when he came out? 
I just saw him, I guess the bus came and he got on the bus. Why was he in the liquor store? Instead of asking, I needed a ride. But you were so tied up in how long I stayed in the liquor store. 15 minutes. You sat out there and watched me in your car. And when you come to service, you can't pay attention. Uh-oh. Oh. When is he going to be done with this sermon? He preached. But if I stayed in there 40 minutes, he sit right there. Soon, as soon as they get their phone, brother, but there... I saw Brother Frazier in the liquor store, and he'd been in there for 40, 40 minutes. Yeah, Frazier just called me. He, his car got a flat tire, and he went in there to get some change. You see? You see? See, one thing that we must all understand, we all in the net. <laughs> <laughs> we all in the net. You, you, you ever heard that crab in the barrel syndrome? Amen. How they keep pulling everybody down? Yeah. Yeah. Keep pulling. All of us are headed to hot water. You're just, you're just trying to get, you want to get out. You're going into hot water. You're only going to get there before me. But we all going to get there. See, we all, we all sinners. There's not one person. Oh, yes, they are. Where them babies at? See this baby, this brother got. This baby got it. He got trouble. The baby got God. The baby don't have no sin. He got some sin. Christ come, he got an answer. The baby just say, okay, see you, dad. I'm gone. Because, see, we have to understand in our relationship yeah. with God, yeah. we're sinners. That's right. Amen. Amen. We're sinners. Amen. Doesn't matter if one's a prostitute mm -hmm. right. and one eat grapes that they hadn't paid for. Go in the same place. Well. You took cook cookies out the cookie jar without accent? The other ones kill 50 people in a nightclub in Florida. Sin is sin. See, that's one thing about God. God didn't send Christ to die for those who do little sins. I've never seen little sins in the Bible. I see sin and evil. He didn't put no weight on none of them. But see, we, we get in the net. And instead of worrying about, can I stay in the net? I look at everything around me. Why is that catfish in this net? And they're eel. Nobody eat those things. You don't have the right Amen. to judge. Right. But it, it's, listen, it's always been that way in the church. In Acts chapter 10, in verse number 9, you remember when God had sent those men to Peter? And it told Peter, Remember in Acts 10 when, 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 God, when Peter was going to Cornelius? And you remember when Acts chapter 9? See, watch God. God was now about to bring Gentiles into the church. But he made a promise to Peter in Matthew 16 that upon this rock, I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell is not going to present it. And I'm going to give you, Peter, the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Amen. 
So now that Peter was about to do something that he had no idea, God had to prepare Peter for the mission. Acts chapter 10, verse number nine, Brother Claiborne. Just, just read and then I'll tell you this stuff. On the morrow, uh-huh. as they went on their journey, uh-huh. and drew nigh unto the city, mm-hmm. Peter went up upon the house uh, to pray about the sixth house. Listen, 12 o'clock in the day, okay. the man of God right. went up on the housetop to pray. Some folks said, well, he went up there because there was nothing in between him and God. I don't know why Peter went up there, but he went up there. Amen. Read, Brother Claiborne. And he became very hungry. Listen. He became very hungry. All I need you to do for me over the next minute and a half is just listen. I, mark it down and go back and read. Because I do not want you to miss what's about to happen. Trust me on that, okay? Go ahead, Brother Claypool. Came very hungry and would have eaten. Mm-hmm. But while they made ready, mm-hmm. he fell into a trance. Listen. Peter was hungry. He would have eaten because he was hungry. Mm-hmm. But instead of eating, his physical body was weary that he fell in a trance. Go ahead and now, now listen. It wasn't a sheet. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was something like a right. sheet. Right. Right. And it was let down mm-hmm. into the four corners. Right. Right. In other words, it covered okay. the whole world. Is that all right? This is from my lesson. Go ahead, Brother Claiborne. Now, listen to what God did. The net, keep in mind, he put everything in that sheet. Every manner of four-footed beasts. He puts every animal in the front of a man who was hungry. Stay with me. Just stay right there with me. Read, Brother Claypool. Now listen. Fowls of the air. Creepy thing. Four-footed beast. Everything God had made, God showed it to a hungry man. Not a hungry man dinner. A hungry Man, yeah. read, read, brother Claiborne. Uh huh. Yes. Listen. Mm-hmm. Listen. Showed him everything, Amen. and then gave him instruction. instruction. Yeah. Arise, mm-hmm. Peter. Yeah. Kill and eat. And eat. Yeah. What does the text say? Before he was hungry, yeah. he would have eaten. But he fell into a trance. So God said to Peter, get up, kill, and eat. Was that a suggestion? No. God don't give suggestions. God give orders. Read, Brother Claybo. Whoa, brother. We preachers now. You got to let me preach this thing. Yeah, don't, don't yeah. Let's, let's preach this thing thing together. Read it like read it like a preacher would read it. Uh-huh. Oh, Peter said, Not so, Lord. We live in a world of not so Lord. There should be no women preacher. Not so, Lord. There ain't but one church. Not so, Lord. That love one another, love your neighbor, and not so, Lord. How do we tell God? Not so. 
hungry. God gave him instruction. God knew he was hungry. But God says to him, Peter, kill and eat. Not so, Lord. Now let's preach the sermon, Brother Clayton. I have never. Did you hear what Peter said? I had never eaten anything that was common and unclean. You in the net. I have never brought nobody to the Lord who was common. And unclean. Listen to what God said. I beg y'all not to read. I just tell y'all write this and listen to me. God said, arise, kill, and eat. Not so, Lord. I have never eaten anything common and unclean. He sends you out into this world. To bring man in. And you say, not so, Lord. I've never brought anybody into the church who was common and unclean. Maybe that's why we haven't filled the building up. Because we wasting our time, Brother Ville, trying to figure out who is common and unclean. Read. Read, Brother Claybo. And the voice spake unto him uh-huh. again. The listen, listen, listen. God is long suffering. <laughs> See, we would have done so well. Get on out of here. But watch God. Read, Brother Claybo. What God has planned, call that, call not thou common. Call not listen. Who God makes. Don't you call them common or unclean. See, Peter had to learn a lesson before he gets to Cornelius' house. Drop down now, Brother Cleveland, to number, verse number 34. Watch Peter. Before, before you get there. All our responsibility is is to do what God commands us to do. Amen. We don't have to worry about whether they're going to obey, whether they're fit. All we have to do is what God, Brother Dawn, commands us to do. And sometimes it just takes some of us longer to get where God wants us to get to. Than some others. Okay, Brother Claiborne, let's finish preaching this and then we're almost done. Well, if you think I need 16, give me 16. See, that's a preacher. Uh, He preaches, say, you need 16. Go ahead. This was done three times. This, Brother Claiborne, thank you. I needed this because I got another, we preach it. I got another point. How many times it took him? Three times. Who had to tell who? God had to tell Peter. The creator had to tell the creature three times. And that's the man that God gave salvation to. Peter, I'm going to give you the keys of the kingdom. I told you. I missed something. I, that's why I don't ask everybody to read. Give a preacher to read. Preacher say, you got another point to make. Three times. He gave. He told Peter, I'm going to give you the keys. But the creature would not listen until the creator tells him three times. Can I go? Oh, <laughs> 17 is okay. All right. Let me get 34. Then he 
Listen, now Peter have arrived at Cornelius. Uh, All of that's in there. I just don't want to take time to that. Now Peter opened his mouth. And then what Peter said? I perceive. What did Peter say? He said, of a truth. I perceive. Listen, let me preach it. The truth is. The truth is. I perceive that God is what? No respecter of persons. The truth is God is no respecter of persons. If a lady of the night comes in, she needs to be saved as much as a one with a long dress on. If a robber comes in, he needs to be saved the same way as a choir boy. Out of all of those people who got shot in that nightclub, they said that most of them live an alternative lifestyle. Regardless of that, they still needs to be saved. They still was somebody's son. They still was somebody's daughter. I may not agree with their lifestyle, but they have a soul that needs to be saved. So what the Peter said, of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. I, I, Drew, you know all three of my boys. I just pray to God that they didn't desire an alternative lifestyle. But if they had, it had been hard for me to deal with that. But I would still have to love them and let God in their lives to teach them that they need God regardless of their alternative lifestyle. I don't agree, but God is no respecter of persons. And then, read Brother Claiborne. But in every nation. But in every nation. Now listen. In every nation, in every ethnic group, in every nation, I cannot see Drew because he a real light-skinned brother and say that I can't teach him the gospel because he not the same complexion of me. I can't say, well, Tom, get into the sun a little longer. Put some activator or something on your head. Then I can teach you the gospel. I perceive of a truth that God is no respecter of person. When Jesus met that woman at the well, he didn't say nothing about God calling. He said, God is spirit. They that worship God must worship God in spirit and in truth. I may not agree with every man. I got some folks darker than me. Drew can come and spend a whole month and they can't spend an hour because it's not the color. It's the character. I perceive that God is no respecter of person. Read the next verse, Brother Claiborne, and this lesson is yours. But in every nation, nation, he that fears him him does what? And worketh righteousness. And worketh what? And worketh righteousness. Righteousness. What happened to them? Is accepted with him. Amen. He that what? He that, but in every nation, he that feareth him, 
It doesn't matter what color you are. Amen. What part of the track you're from. Amen. If you fear God Amen. and worketh righteousness, right. what happened? He accepted him. Amen. He accepted him. Amen, Peter said, God is no respecter a person. And if God is no respecter of person, you are net. You don't have a right to have respect of persons. You can't dictate who's going to be in the net. All you do is catch. And then the, last, the, the text says, and at the end, the angels would come and separate the good from the bad. Now, let me just tell you where the good is. And we're the bad. Those are in the church. Those, don't y'all get quiet. He's talking about those in the church. That judgment is going to begin at the house of the Lord. You sit around and judge who's going to be in this net when time to separate. You're going to get separated. Amen. All right. You're going to get separated. How do I get in the net? Got to hear God's word. That's how faith comes. Believe what you hear. Because, see, you got to believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. He's the owner of the net. And then you got to repent. See, it's not up to you who you teach the gospel to. You're just supposed to teach the gospel. And then confess Jesus as Lord will baptize you in water for the remission of your sins. God will then add you to the net. Be faithful. Draw a fish in until you get to the shores. And when you get to the shore, you'll say, well done, my good and faithful service. You need Jesus? Come right now. As we together stand and sing the song that has been selected. I was sinking deep inside.